Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7, with supplies and solutions for every industry, and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's John Taffer from Bar Rescue. Did you know the second building in America was a tavern? When I built my new restaurant franchise concept, Taffer's Tavern, I thought back to the roots of what makes a tavern a tavern. Timeless character. All while delivering an unbelievably delicious food and beverage experience. That paired with my 40 plus years in the industry provides a clear roadmap to success. Do you have what it takes to be a Taffer's Tavern franchisee? If so, I'd love to hear from you. Visit franchise.tafferstavern.com. Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the SiriusXM app. Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on SiriusXM 211. Lots of sports to talk about, Harry. When was the last time we said that? Well, actually, for the last couple of weeks, we've been saying that. Yeah. Lots of sports developments. NFL camps are starting to percolate. Players are being tested. Our good buddy John McMullen was swabbed earlier today. So he got the uh, the nasal swab Yes, because today. the media who were covering the local teams. Now, the Philadelphia Eagles, because we saw that earlier, uh, Deshaun Jackson posted a video, a shaky video going up and down, because mm-hmm. that's how you're supposed to record a video now of him getting swabbed. Which was, I thought he was like in an airplane, and it had, you know, like a little turbulence. turbulence. No, yeah. like major turbulence. I get it. You're getting swabbed. Why does it have to be in a bouncy video? I don't know. Give was, me a headache, bro. Was there bro. music that went along with it? I don't it know. That maybe I only had saw a prob- probably. Yeah. But uh, McMullen, I mean, he's going to be on the show tomorrow. He's going to have to detail the testing. Exactly. Now, Ryan Rothstein actually talked to John McMullen earlier today. Yep. And has an exclusive update. Yeah, this is COVID nasal swapping updates here. So. Oh, yeah? Tier two, tier one and tier two. Tier one is coaches, players, equipment managers, right. blah, blah, blah. Not every single media member gets this test. It's just John How about McCullen. Howie Schwab? He should be out there, my good friend Howie Schwab. From yeah, Stump Howie Schwab. Schwab <laughs> at ESPN. But not every media member gets it. Mm. So McMullen's just that big of a deal. Absolutely. No. But you told me like he he couldn't sleep he last couldn't, night. No, he couldn't sleep. He they was all nervous. They put a stupid Q-tip in your nose. Yeah, Wait but from what you hear, I mean, it's oh, it's going to go up into your brain. And obviously, you don't think it's literally going to go up into your brain. But people on online make it seem way worse than I think it really is. I what, what anything, did he though. It's like a, when a nurse takes your blood, you know, yeah. it depends on the nurse. Well, though, right? right. I mean, some are it so does. good at it, you don't even know yeah, it's in. Exactly. And, yeah. and they're pulling the thing out and, just, you know, screwing the vial shut. And you're like, you're done? already right yeah, yeah. and Literally. he actually told me this should be the lead here i, I buried right, this the is lead breaking, this, this is, is the lead. breaking yeah so his nurse came in the room very nice older lady you know i'm not gonna nurse ratchet to, yeah let's call her nurse ratchet okay. all right so here's the question would you from what i've heard no okay but, oh, but i'm getting there all right, i'm getting there to the would you so he was nervous he hasn't slept he didn't know what was going to happen nurse ratchet comes in she nurse says ratchet. okay <laughs> she says okay i'll be right back 
uh, a smoking hot younger chick comes in. Oh, my God. And she says. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> she says. Turn your head and cough. Nurse John. Ratchet isn't actually going to do this. I'm going to do this for you. Wait a minute. Was he in the hospital room? Where was he? He's at the he's at the facility. They do it right at the. I know Nova they Care do. So they, he had to wait in a room on a table with his pants down, waiting for somebody to stick a, a Q-tip up his nose. Where Allegedly. Why would, his, why would his pants no, be down? Yeah, yeah, that's I'm just to paint a visual. <laughs> okay. Uh, sir, this is a nasal swab. You can pull your pants up. <laughs> I'm actually shocked that all nurses there weren't hot because it's the NFL, and I imagine they would exactly. try to find Instagram yes. model nurses to yes. bring in to oh, do that's this. A well, Nurse idea. Ratchet it was actually escorted out of the complex. Uh, no one has seen her since, oh, so sir, it was a mistake. I, sir, can I ask why you're naked? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, this isn't one of those tests. Why yeah. are you bent over on the table with that hospital gown open? Hospital gown open in the back. That is not how we access your nasal passage. John oh. said it has been more than four hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so long story short, McMullen was all nervous he, because it was a, you know, attractive, younger-looking nurse that had yes, to get all wow. up in his nostril. Man. Yeah. Did you ask him, would he? Was he? Was she gentle? He said he would, and she said she was pretty gentle. I preferred rough. Yeah. After the things I've had <laughs> probed into my body the last two years, yeah. you think I'm worried about sticking a swab? And I used to hate right. needles. I hated blood tests. The other night, yeah. the dude that put the needle in me, he couldn't find it right in the middle, right. so he had to go sideways. Right. You know, and it hurts more there. It's like turning a gun side. Because that's where they had to, in they weren't pulling blood, they had to inject dye into me. Correct. And so, I'm not worried. I used to hate it. I, I don't look at it. Mm -hmm. So, because I don't like seeing needles going oh, in do. veins and stuff. I'm weird. I don't want to see that. Stuff. I, we learned, I we learned this yesterday with the whole cow pie thing. Okay? I know. I, I, exactly. I'm a phoresis donor because I'm O positive, which is a... It, What's a phoresis donor? Um... Apheresis is where you're a platelet donor, and oh. because I'm O positive, I am the, the universal most, yeah. donor. Okay. And um, so I will go in, and they take blood out of one arm, and then they send it through a centrifuge, <laughs> mm -hmm. take the platelets out, and then send the whole blood back in. Right. And so it Boom. takes about two hours, and there's just something fascinating about it. It feels seeing. weird going back in, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a little bit, yeah. it's a, because it's a little bit colder. It's colder, yeah. yeah. But um, there's something about seeing the initial blood going out and going through that tube and go. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. Mm. It's fascinating. Wow. By the way, Matt People Livermore are finding says, out way too much about yeah, me. Matt Livermore Cow pies, blood being drawn. Yeah, I know. Matt Livermore on the Twitch stream said, Doctor, those aren't my sinuses. That's okay. This isn't a swab either. So you don't want to miss the McMullen segment tomorrow. Oh, it's no. it's yeah. going to be a good yeah. one. It'll be a deep dive into the NFL and to John's nostril and naval passages. <laughs> Did they touch the cerebellum? Did it go all the way up? Will John be the same? Yeah. Yes. You know, did yeah. it go too too far in? Did it go to his head, so to speak? <laughs> All right, Claude Julian, we got we've been teasing this for an hour. Now, if you watched the game last night, if you're a hockey fan, if you're not a hockey fan and you didn't watch it, I got a couple strappers on the on the line. I'm not going to listen. These guys are talking hockey today. Okay. You got Bernie Perrant coming on. Okay. Hockey's being played. So is basketball. So is baseball. Yeah. That's what we do. This is a sports show. Go find something else. It's ridiculous, man. So anyway, after the game, Claude Julien, of course, who coached Montreal before, went to Boston, and they won a Stanley Cup. Mm -hmm. So he's been a veteran coach in this league. We saw, they showed him a lot last night on the bench, as they always do. Mm -hmm. And then after the game, he had some uh, discomfort in the chest. He had chest pains. So they took him to a Toronto hospital, and he spent the night under observation. This morning, he was having tests done. The general manager, uh, Michelle Bergeron, or Mark Bergeron, I should say, 
didn't believe it was COVID-19 related, so they're doing those tests today. Mm-hmm. But Kirk Muller, who was one of the assistant coaches, is now reportedly going to coach the Montreal Canadiens the rest of the series against the Philadelphia Flyers, and that one will resume tomorrow, Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock up in Toronto, Harry. So we wish uh, Claude Julien the best. Yeah. That's amazing, man. It really is. Yeah. And you saw the Pittsburgh. Uh, the Pittsburgh. They fired some yeah, guys. Rick, yeah. uh, Mark Recchi got fired. Three assistant coaches mm-hmm. fired by your Pittsburgh Penguins, but they kept the head coach and said, all right, bring in new guys next year. So three guys gone. How about that? Yeah, Sergei Gonchar was another one. He right. was a player. And uh, Jacques Martin. Jacques Martin. Yeah, and, of course, Come on. Recchi. Jacques Martin. Uh, Martin. And then, of course, what Mar- am I, Jacques Strapper? Mark Recchi, <laughs> who won a cup with the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins as well back in the day. And we got uh, baseball news, too, Harry, from the Mets game this afternoon. The New York Mets playing daytime baseball, and they're smacking around the Washington Nationals 7-2 in the eighth inning. Uh, The Phillies game against Baltimore is in a rain delay in the top of the first. But uh, Mets infielder, he was an infielder last year. Remember, he played third base. He was in the all-star team. Jeff McNeil. He was playing in left field today, and he crashed into the left field wall in the first inning, and he robbed uh, Azdrubal Carrera of a two-run extra base hit. Natural infielder, as I mentioned, he's been playing both outfield positions since last year. Ran full speed to the left warning track, and he made an impressive lunging catch for the final out of the inning. Crashed into the wall, both arms extended. He raised his glove hand as he fell to indicate he had the ball, but he was in obvious pain. He covered his eyes with both hands, yelled before fingering his glove flinging his glove off he tried to get up uh walked a couple of steps but then uh, the manager uh, luis rojas told him to sit back down they took him off in the cart so they're checking him out yeah so that's the situation concussion uh, protocol probably right and remember he uh he started at third base left field this season batting 293 seven ribbies he made the all-star team last year career 319 hitter mm-hmm. so a good player billy hamilton pinch hit for mcneil in the bottom half of the inning earlier in the ball game today. That's the guy that didn't want to take the train. Exactly right. Hamilton. Yes, exactly because right. Because of watching uh, TV. Watching some <laughs> dumb TV show. Was it what it was? Well, Law and Order? It was something like that. CSI or one Meanwhile, of those shows. Meanwhile, as they say on Law and Order. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. Meanwhile, we had, did you see any of that soccer game last night, Aaron? I did not. What the Champions Tim, League? The Tim, oh, the Champions League. Yeah. No, I did not. What an unbelievable. Now, you know the story about the Adelano team, right? Mm-hmm. They're the Italian team from the town of Bergamo, which was devastated by the COVID-19. Mm-hmm. They weren't a team that was supposed to do anything. They still managed to put a team together. And then they made it and got into the quarterfinals of the Champions League over in, uh, I believe it's in, uh, in Spain somewhere, if I'm not mistaken. No, Portugal. It's in Portugal. So they're playing the quarterfinal game yesterday. The Italian club, storybook season, underdog, the whole deal. They had a one-goal lead going into the 90th minute, Harry. And, of course, they got Neymar on Paris Saint-Germain, who they were playing. PSG, baby. PSG. Not uh, Philly Godfather, which is PGF. Not to be confused with PSFS, Mm -hmm. the Philadelphia Savings Fund Society, or PNB for all the commitments you make. So anyway, what happens? They score a goal in the 90th minute, Harry. And then there was still extra stoppage time, and they scored a second goal. Mbappe? Yes. Not Luke Mbappe. No, Mbappe. Luke 
Richard Mbalmute, former no. UCLA great, Harry, back in the day. Cameroonian. Exactly right. Yeah. And they get two goals. Neymar scores the second goal. So this poor Italian team on the precipice of winning a game that they had no business. They were huge underdogs in the tournament, moving to the semifinals, and they give up two goals in the, in the 90th minute, one in the 90th and one in the 91st minute, and it was all over, and they lose. But Paddy Saint-Germain mm-hmm. is going to the finals, or the semifinals, actually, say, for the first time since 1995 in the Champions League, Harry. Are you big a you Not PGW, no. They're outside digging holes in the street somewhere in, in South Philadelphia. Every now and then I'll, I'll catch uh, Champions League stuff. It's good stuff, eh? It's real good stuff. Meanwhile, I, I said fingering his glove by mistake. Yeah. Flinging his glove. We all know what you meant. Exactly. Thank you, Harry. Thank you very much. Meanwhile, uh, match 7-2, to that's the only game in progress. Everything else, the Cardinals in Detroit, we knew that was postponed. But you know what's going to happen Tampa Bay and Boston, Harry, and then the Boston Red Sox and the Yankees. One of the 72 weekend series that they will have once again. Yeah. <laughs> Every game will be on ESPN. That has lost its luster. Well, especially since oh. the Red Sox well, yeah. stink they on stink ice. They stink out loud. Yeah. They stink on ice, Harry. Mm-hmm. And now they're already talking about the trading deadlines coming up in baseball of already, course. Harry. Yeah. And now the Boston Red Sox may be sellers. They're seller dwellers. But who would have thunk it, Harry? Yeah, you look at these teams like Red Sox, the Royals. Yep. Uh, you know, well, the Mariners aren't aren't that bad. Uh, On Phillies, paper, they were. But they, yeah, you're right. Phillies, the Pirates. Do the yeah. Pirates have anybody? Anybody? Anything want? You know, anybody? No, they're rebuilding, huh? Maybe a bullpen arm or something. The Angels are struggling, but they're up and down. You know, you you look at that American League West though. Oakland's great. Yeah. But the Texas Rangers are a game under 500. Houston obviously is having a terrible year. Altuve can't hit his weight. I mean, that team is a mess right now. Mm-hmm. They're blowing big leagues. Their big leads are getting blown out. Uh, so Seattle obviously isn't very good. But when you look at the National League West, Harry, Colorado, Dodgers. Colorado lost last yeah, night. Yeah, but, but they're, they're still good. 12 and 6. Yeah. The Dodgers, 12 and 7. The Padres, 11 and 8. Even the Diamondbacks and Giants, 8 and 11, 8 and 12. Yeah, there's six teams with double digit wins in the National League, and three of them are in the NL West. And then the Central Division in the National League is just dreadful right now. To mention the Cubs, the only team over 500. The Reds are 8 and 10. They're up and down. The Brewers, 7 and 9. And the Pirates, obviously, the worst team in baseball, 3 and 13. Yeah. So you're up to date on baseball. But that American League Central's got some good teams in it. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're coming back. The great Bernie Perrant. How excited is he watching the Flyer play great playoff hockey, eh? Only the Lord saves more than Bernie Perrant. And he's not coming up next, but Bernie is. Benny in the net, so stick around. Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf. It's a beautiful thing when fashion meets performance on and off the course. Boston Scott Golf has created a clothing line that focuses on key relief areas which address many known fit issues in the clothing industry. Not only does this set them apart from the others, simply put, it changes the whole game. Feel good, play good, casual, great golf. Visit bostonscottgolf.com. Use code Harry for 20% off. bostonscottgolf.com. The Tony Bruno Show. 
So we found out that white bros in the bubble are doing the beer shotgunning. J.J. Reddick and some guy named... Uh, Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard. I yeah. thought that was an electronic store in Indiana. <laughs> Go to Myers Letter today and get yourself a brand new 75-inch plasma. 50% off on VCRs. <laughs> Harry, it's it. Myers Leonard, his prices are insane. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash warriors. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your... Beautiful. And I have pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. Plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, <laughs> we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW, the power professionals in your neighborhood. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Back here watching uh, daytime sports. We got hockey. We got the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Bruins underway. After that uh, five overtime masterpiece the other night, Boston took the early lead, I believe, right? And now uh, the Blue Jacket are leading two to one. And I always go into my French-Canadian when I talk to French-Canadians. A man who's an Italian-Canadian is the name of his boat. Is it not the Italian-French connection? That's Bernie's boat down in Cape May. Bernie Perron, how are you, brother? Good, good, good. How are you? By the way, the name is 
The Italian friendship. How about that? The Italian French connection. For people that don't know, yeah. not the French connection line back in the day. Hmm. But your wife is Italian <laughs> and you're French, and that's why it's the Italian French connection. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. So, so, um, so go ahead. Life is good. Yes. Life is good. So you're heading down to the shore. It's supposed to rain this weekend, Bernie, but you you're not you don't have to go out fishing, right? You're just going to go down to Cape May and enjoy the weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. We're in uh, Avalon, you know. We have um, we have the boat uh, behind the house, and uh, one is nice. I have some good friends. We go out fishing. One is not, then um, uh, you come up with something else. Exactly. You know? so, um, <laughs> not a, not of options on the shore. Oh, yeah. absolutely right. How's the traffic? People want to know because they're getting ready to head down the shore. People in the Philly area, people listening all over the country. How's the weather? Is, is it supposed to have off and on rain, uh, right? You know what? The traffic isn't bad. We're doing about 120 miles an hour right now. <laughs> well, if you get stopped, if you get stopped, Bernie, just tell him you're on the Tony Bruno show because I got my producer out of a ticket. He was doing 90 over the Walt Whitman Bridge. They stopped him and he dropped my name. But you're, you have a bigger name than yeah. I do, except if it's some young punk cop. You may not know Bernie Perot, you know? Yeah, no, oh, you got a good point. Oh, you got a good point. So, um, <laughs> but they, um, you know, but getting aside, we're coming into um, bands of um, showers and rain, and um, I think that's what we're going to have this weekend. Yeah. All right, Bernie, so I'm watching right. the game last night, and I'm thinking of not just you and obviously in the Stanley Cups all those many years ago, 45 years ago, and we've seen a lot of goaltenders, and I've seen all the things that you post, and you obviously love this Carter Hart kid as a great goaltender. You spent a lot of time around him, and as I mentioned, so many great goaltenders uh, have come and gone, but this kid, how real of a deal is he? We saw it last night. A lot of people who haven't seen him are just starting to figure out. He turns 22 today, I believe, and he's amazing. Where, where does he rank among the goalies that you've seen? Well, he, uh, we, we had a lot of, you know, a lot of, a lot of great goalies, a lot of good goalies, great goalies, and the the one part that I, I really like about him is, first of all, let me briefly here describe the, the, the goaltender today. The equipment is so bulky that they have problems moving from side to side sometimes. That's why they drop to their knees, you know, and it's very very difficult. But they. You know, a lot of goalies, they, they drop to their knees and, and, you know, they're fairly dull and they hope to get hit by a shot. And when I watch this kid, he, uh, he's different. You know what? He, uh, he, uh, his thinking is incredible. For a 22-year-old kid, it's just incredible. What I mean by thinking is he doesn't commit himself too early. He visualizes the whole what's in front of him. If it's a left-hand shot or a right-hand shot, and how the, the players are situated in front of him. So, so, um, so if there is a, a, a deflection, he'll be in position to, to make the save. And that, that, you know, disability like this, what he has, it's a God-given talent, a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah. He really is. He's very quiet in the crease, Bernie, and very efficient in his movement, don't you think? Well, I don't know about the crease. The first time I met him, he, uh, you know, was at the golf course with the Flyers, and and uh, Lou Nolman introduced me to him, and I had my wife next to me, of course, and uh, he came up to, he looked at me, and he goes, wow, 
So I figured I made a big impression on him. God <laughs> said she was looking at my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but how about last last night though? He's going up against his idol. Yeah. You know, in in. Uh, oh yeah. For Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They. Uh, and and you know what? I'm watching the game, and they and it took me back when I um, when I played against Charles Clown. You know, it was my idol. Uh, when I played for Toronto, you know, at as a matter of fact, with the Flyers, he was playing for St. Louis at the time. Tank was 40 years old, 41 years old, and I was only like 23 years old and played against him. It was just incredible. What a great feeling that was. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned Jacques Plante, and of course, when I lived in L.A. for 11 years, Rogi Vashon, another great. Uh, Canadian guy was my neighbor down there, so I always talked with Rogie back in the day about his great career. And you obviously played around in the same era with the great Rogie Vachon. Yeah, Rogie was a uh, you know a great um, you know a great a great kid from Montreal, and um, and had a uh, like you said you know had a fantastic uh, fantastic career. But at the same time, you know when you talk about the goalies. Even you know, with the years when we we won the Stanley Cup, you know, you uh, it's never. And if you talk to him, it's never I. Uh, it's always we, you know. And and uh, you have to have good defensemen. You have to have good forwards. And the coaches, it's awesome, you know. I, I really like him. So so when when you say we, you know, they have. To, I, I I think they're going to win the cup this year, you know, because of, because of what I just described here. They have a. Uh, Great defense, great forward. They're skating. They're working, working hard, and they have a great coach who, you know, to make the changes when it has to be uh, done. And um, you know, the whole picture looks great right now. The great Bernie Perrant joining us, Tony Bruno, and the whole gang here on Sirius XM Two Eleven. And Bernie, you mentioned the Cup, and obviously they're right up there. Vegas looks great, but the Montreal team—you know—they were the 12 seed, mm-hmm. and we saw what they did to Pittsburgh. But it looked like they took the life out of Pittsburgh early in that series, and you saw it last night. This is a team that doesn't quit. I mean, Shea Weber is still a monster. I mean, they hit, they skate hard, they back check, they forecheck. They're not going to be an easy out, and to win that game last night with a 2-1 lead and to hang on to it, I mean, it was that last five or seven minutes, man, was incredible to watch. I had the I had the butterflies in my stomach watching that, and that's the first time I felt that way watching any sporting event in a long time in this area. Well, I won't. Uh, you know what? You know what? They they. I was I was telling. You know when I watch a game and. Um, the speed, you know, Montreal has a tremendous speed, you know. They're yeah. very, very aggressive. They have a great goalie, of course, you know, a good coach. So, so uh, uh, you know what, it, it, it's a good challenge for the players. They, they have to play well. They play well to beat that team because it's, it's a much better team than they're showing on, on paper, that's for sure. Yeah. Like Bernie, when you see the Flyers playing the Canadians, what comes to mind from back in your day when you see the Flyers versus the Canadians? Well, what comes to my mind is is um, is my nephew of Montreal always bet bet on the game, you know, two dollars, <laughs> and um, and and I have to remind him that I want to get paid in American money. <laughs> they, but but you know what Montreal is is is, is uh, you know they've had a lot of great great teams in the past and uh, it's coming back again and this team that they have now it's a uh, 
it's a lot better team than people think, you know. And uh, it's not going to be easy, but I uh, I picked the Flyers to win. But they, like I said, you know, I think about it said that too. They, the skating, the hitting, you know, they, uh, they have the players, you know, they have great goalie. They're a good team, a tough team. And yep. the interesting thing to me, Bernie, and you know, I've been following you guys since when you first came into the league. So I was there for the Cups, and so I've been following the Flyers. It's hard to believe I'm one of the few people still around that remembers the last Cup in, in 1975 there in Buffalo with the team. But uh, the bottom line is this, Bernie, this, this, it's the young guys. I mean, we know, you see Giroux and, and Voracek are no longer major parts. I mean, obviously on the power play they're out there, but you're seeing all these young kids, Farabee's come out of nowhere, yeah. and he's become dominant, man. He's unbelievable. Yeah, well, they, you know, they are, and, and you mentioned you mentioned the Giroud, Voracek, and, and those guys, and um, what they do, what they bring is uh, leadership. You know, it's very, very important. And, um, you know, it's important to those young kids, you know, and uh, that's why the team playing the so well. And we don't talk too much enough about the coach. You know, the coach is, uh, is very strict, you know, and uh, if, you don't, if you don't work hard on the ice, you sit on the bench, you know, and he's, uh, he doesn't think twice about it. But at the same time, if you have a personal problem or something, you'll be the first one to help you and be the hits literally keep on coming from one MMA event to the next. They grow in excitement and anticipation. UFC 252 is no different with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the octagon this weekend. There's no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering new users a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap and pile up points for advances takedowns and more there's no better way to put mma knowledge to the test than to compete for a free shot at one million dollars in total prizes but if mma isn't for you don't worry DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy contests for all the sports that have returned to action plus new this year DraftKings just launched best ball contest for football if you aren't familiar with best ball simply head to the app now and check it out Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code BRUNO to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. That's promo code BRUNO to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligible to restriction supply. See DraftKings.com for details. Get you some help. So, so the players respect them. It's very important. They respect each other, you know, and they, they remind me of us a little bit what we played because they stand by, uh, you know, uh, each other, you know, and if somebody gets it, gets it with a cheap shot, that guy's going to pay the price for it. And that's, uh, that's uh, when you approach the game as a team like this, you're uh, usually you're very, very successful. Well, yeah, you talk about the physicality. That's one thing that's kind of uh, surprised me, Bernie, in these playoffs thus far, is these games have been really, really physical. In fact, there was a fight in one of the games the other day. Within the first two minutes of the game, guys are dropping the gloves. That doesn't normally happen in the playoffs this day and age. Yeah, yeah, they, um, you know, but the, the guys are serious, you know. They're, um, and I, I, you know, but I applaud those, those guys because the way they're, you know, the way they're playing. First of all, those guys keep themselves in shape the whole year round now, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. The old days when we played, by Lord, I, uh, 
players to use their training camp to get in shape, you know. And, and my philosophy and, uh, to keep my legs in shape was to be on the boat, you know, because you're bouncing back and forth all the time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, but, you know, that's, that's, that's the difference. So those guys, okay, they lost four months. But at the same time, they kept themselves in good shape. You could see that with their skating, that with their playing. I'm talking about the whole league. You know, everybody's playing hard. So uh, I, I, I give them credit to all the players that, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the reason the game is well received right now by millions of people is because they kept themselves in good shape and uh, and they're, you know, and when they get on the ice, they're ready to to get the job done. You want to know how we're all getting older, Bernie? Bobby Clark's 71 years old today. It's Bobby Clark's birthday. Is that right? Yeah. Wow, 71 years old. My Lord. Uh, uh, I, I, you know, you talked about getting old. I remember when you said when we won the Stanley Cup. You know, the, uh, I think Moses was alive. You know, so <laughs> yeah. Well, Kate Smith was alive, too, but then they, they took her statue down and put it in a basement somewhere. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know what? The... Um, People ask me that question, and the best way for me to answer this, guys, is the, uh, you know what, for me, is, is uh, it was awesome when we played, you know, and that's all I'm going to say about it, a beautiful thing. Yeah. Exactly. No, absolutely right, Bernie. Well, Bernie, it's, it's fun. Always great to talk to you. I love the pictures with you and, and Carter Hart, and then were you tweeting after they won last night? I mean, you're really into it. It's great to have... A hockey team in this in August of all places. I know. Uh, hockey in August in Toronto, Canada, and watching guys play hard and look like a chance to to do some damage. I don't know about winning a cup, but it, we know they're going to be very, very competitive, and it's going to be a great postseason. It's always great to talk to you, Benny. I love you, man. I hope to see you soon. You're the best, and don't hesitate. Come down the shore, and I'll, I'll take you out fishing, my friend. I need yeah. to get out there of the boat. Go. I haven't been out on any boats this year. I, even my son's boat. I haven't been out on his boat. There's Bernie. the invite, Tony. I know. Bernie yeah. always oh. invites me. i got to get down. They don't allow me in Avalon, Bernie. They don't want me down there, well, man. Really, you know what? The beauty about the Avalon is I'm allowed to have a basket next to the boat. So anytime people want, want to put money in it, we refuel, they're welcome to do it. Yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> well, I always carry a lot but, of cash, bro. No. I always carry, carry a lot of yeah, cash. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, no, but getting aside, you know, we, um, we do a little fishing, like outdoor fishing, or you go offshore, tuna fishing. You know, it's a nice boat. It's a 45-footer. So um, That's beautiful. So, no, uh, I've seen anytime, it, buddy. Yeah, anytime you want, you know, you, you, uh, you look you want to go offshore and catch a big tuna, let me know. We'll uh, get you a big tuna. I don't know yeah. if I'll be able okay. to take Robin, though. She said that she doesn't. No, she can't. She likes the fish, too. We'll take Robin. Yeah, if well, Jeannie's going, you know, I'm uh, going. Robin said if Jeannie's yeah, going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Jeannie, Jeannie gets seasick a little bit, but she'll, uh, she'll, uh, she'll make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you guys. You'll all, you all come along and she'll go, definitely. All right, yeah, we'll just stay in the back bay and go. Uh, uh, you know, I'm the Duke of Fluke. I'm the Flounder Pounder. I'll show you how to catch some 20 yeah. inches, some 20 inch fluke in the yeah, back bays yeah. there, Bern. Yeah, here we go. That's what you want to do. That's what we'll do. We'll have fun. Yeah. Bernie, be careful. Have fun right. this weekend. Have a great weekend, my friend. Thank you so much for coming on. Okay, and let's go Flyers. Let's go Flyers. And there let's go Gene Hart and Don Earl. The Duke of Fluke. I like that. The great Bernard Marcel Perron.
some spicy tuna out there, Harry. Mm -hmm. Some snappy uh, yellowtail, too. Once in a while, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the flounder pounder, baby. Flounder the Duke pounder. of Fluke. The Duke of Fluke. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a couple of boats, rental boats, in Margate. Yes. Yeah. Those guys stole it from me, though. I used to call myself the Duke of Oh, Fluke. yeah? And it's one of those pontoon boats that just floats around in the back bay with, like, 15 people over the side. Uh -huh. And all their lines get tangled up because right. you got to go with the – you're drifting. You're not anchored. Mm -hmm. And so all these people are on the boat. you got to be on one side because you can't have them on both sides because then right. the lines then, go then, on. Then it all – Yeah, they get yeah. all messed up. And it's yeah. just ridiculous, man. Party boats, And then man. the Flounder Pounder, man. Great names right now. My son AJ went out and caught a – a 20-incher, and a 20-inch flounder is a nice size. Yeah. It's a big fish right there. It's a nice fish. Nice fish. It's As they nice used to say fish. on ESPN Outdoors on Saturday morning when they'd pull up that big mouth, that large mouth, mm -hmm. put the finger in the mouth and pull it up and say, it's a nice bass. Nice bass. <laughs> nice bass. And then they'd have the Tennessee hat on and Bill Dance. Remember him, Harry? Yeah. And there was, there the was actually two guys that wore the Tennessee hat, but he was one of them. Bill Dance. And who was the other guy? Relax, Robin. We're okay. Just talking a little fishing here now. It's the fishing segment. A little flounder pounder. We got another guest coming up. We're going to talk high school, high school football. Yeah. And what's going on? Or the lack thereof. Exactly. Yeah. Here in Pennsylvania, especially, and it's happening on Roland Martin. Thank you, Vulcan that's the brother. guy. Yeah. Roland Martin outdoors, and then uh, Bill Dance. Mm -hmm. That's some good bass knowledge right there. Not the Bassomatic 3000, though. That's what Dan Aykroyd used to sell on Saturday Night Live. We're coming right back. We will talk to Jesse Topper, who is a, re a representative, a state representative, who has some strong opinions and about... he's also a football coach. Former yeah. football coach, state representative up in Bedford Township, Pennsylvania. We'll talk with him and get his opinion. Yeah, he, he had a great video that's been all over the Internet, and we'll talk to him about it, so stick around. Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf. It's a beautiful thing when fashion meets performance on and off the course. Boston Scott Golf has created a clothing line that focuses on key relief areas which address many known fit issues in the clothing industry. Not only does this set them apart from the others, simply put, it changes the whole game. Feel good, play good, casual, great golf. Visit bostonscottgolf.com. Use code Harry for 20% off. bostonscottgolf.com. The Tony Bruno Show. Our good friend Adam Schefter, zooming with us, Harry. Adam, now what about the first couple of games of the regular season? I mean, with no preseason games, they're not even allowed to scrimmage with other teams. How ugly will the first couple of games of the regular season become? <laughs> I think the brand of football that you're used to seeing will be a notch below what we've seen in other years. I think it usually opens the season that way, but what are you going to do? We all love the sport so much that it's, believe me, it's okay. But I think this year it could be the product even more diminished than it's been in pre previous opening years. But again, what I would say to that is that's the time we're living in. And as long as we have the games, they can play whatever diminished product they want. I don't really care. Listen, I just hope we have football for the season. You know, we'll be happy to see a diversion, a form of entertainment on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays. And by the way, if there's no college football, who knows? Maybe Fridays and Saturdays too. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. 
go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least, plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the SiriusXM app. Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on SiriusXM 211. Back here, Tony Bruno Show, Harry Mays. It's a Thursday, keeping an eye on all the sports going on and Obviously, when you're talking about football, the NFL, the signings and the camps are going. But college football is up in the air. Many conferences have said they're not going to play. Some of them said they have. And then you look at the high school level. Mm -hmm. And in some states like Florida and Texas, high school football is huge. Yeah, it is in Pennsylvania, too. It is, too. In Pennsylvania, you know, a lot of kids are wondering whether they go back. The governor of Pennsylvania, Tom Wolf, has recommended that there be no college or high school football played this fall and not until 2021 and a bill was put into the house the other day by representatives mike reese of westmoreland and somerset county and jesse topper of bedford franklin and fulton county they unveiled two pieces of legislation and there was a a video clip of representative topper that was all over the internet jesse topper and this is what he had to say yesterday as a former coach and now a state representative up there in western pennsylvania this is not just about sports. It's really about our society. And this is a critical element in our society, not just the athletics, but also the same kids who are in band or the same kids who are in the science club after school. These are structures that are very important. Uh, they, they provide opportunities for these kids to excel. And look, when I, when I hear things like it's not worth the risk, first of all, uh, as a coach, I've been, I have had the opportunity to watch this football team at, at Bedford prepare for this year. And we told them, you know, if you wear your mask, you social distance at meetings, you know, split your time in the weight room. They've done all those things. We said, if you follow these protocols, you will have the opportunity to play. To now come back to them and say, you've done everything right, but you know what? We, we still don't have the, the will to let that happen. And I think back to those words, it's not worth the risk. 
we know, most of us up here have either played or been a part of athletics. We understand that there's inherent risk to what we do. That's why there's an ambulance that sits out by the football fields on Friday night. We know that there is risk, but always that risk-benefit-reward ratio has always been left up to the families to determine, is this worth the physical risk? Well, I don't see any difference in that now. And quite frankly, the governor has himself said when he was out in a protest in the streets of Harrisburg, he said when asked, did you follow your own protocols? He goes, no, I didn't because I felt the cause was worth the risk. Well, we cannot just allow one person in Pennsylvania to, to, serve, to discern for everyone which causes are worth the risk and which are not. That decision needs to be left up to parents and it needs to be left up to families. Is it worth the risk? I believe that in my case it is, maybe some other people don't, but at the end of the day, if we're going to leave that decision only up to one person, then we have a problem that's far greater than COVID-19. And that was Jesse Topper the other day in Harrisburg, and he joins us right now from his home up there in, in Bedford. Uh, Representative uh, Topper, appreciate the time. Obviously a very powerful clip and a very logical clip. And I know a lot of people who have mixed feelings on this. You laid it out brilliantly. Governor Wolf and all, a lot of governors in this country have determined that they are the final say-all, do-all when it comes to opening businesses, opening schools. So what's going to happen? The bill has been proposed. What are the, what's the likelihood of your legislation making it through the General Assembly in Harrisburg? Well, right now, we're not even uh, focused on the legislation as much as we are the Pennsylvania Scholastic Athletic Association simply standing their ground and saying, no, we believe that all fall sports, because this isn't just about football. We're talking about golf. We're talking about women's tennis. We're talking about a lot of things that people are doing right now every day to not allow our student athletes to participate in, in this is wrong. And right now, the PIAA said, no, we still want to continue. My bill would be in case that would not happen. Uh, parents would have the ability to opt in for an extra year. And that's not just about athletics. Even if they felt their, their kids or their children did not get a, a, an acceptable academic uh, year or an educational experience, they would have the ability to opt into another year. So that's what my legislation would do. Representative Reese's would make sure that all these decisions stay in the hands of our local school districts. And we'll continue to promote those. But hopefully the PIAA stands its ground and we're able to, to see false, uh, false sports continue. What if, the, uh, what if the states gets it in? We see in different states, Governor Murphy with gyms, you know, shutting them down and saying you can't open because you can't abide by the rules and regulations of people and social distancing. What if the state just says, hey, you know what? We've recommended it, but now if you guys want to go out there and try to start playing sports in the fall, we have the right to shut it down. Do you see that happening as a possibility? Well, that's always a possibility. I mean, the Governor Wolf and other governors around the states uh, have certainly not been shy about using their executive orders to shut down businesses or uh, gyms or activities. But again, that's why that's why what we're talking about uh, is so is so much larger than just athletics. It's really about the role of government. What is our primary role? Is it to make sure people don't get sick? Or is it to provide a level playing field that so individuals can take their risks and go out and, and use that risk-benefit ratio to succeed in life? Uh, that's really what it's about. It's, it's not just about sports. It's about what our role is. I personally believe that the less we are involved, the better, even during a state of emergency. I believe that we have people who are adults that can make these decisions, families that can make these decisions that are best for their kids. And the less that the government steps in and tries to mandate where we where we go and what we do when we get there, I think we're we're better for it. Yeah, it's governmental overreach, I think, is what was what you're saying, right? 
Yeah, and that's yeah. what we're really fighting here. And again, it, it kind of has taken shape. The catalyst has been sports because, look, high school sports, these kids don't get these years back. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the pros want to take a year off or, or whatever. That's fine. A kid doesn't get to repeat his junior year. You know, a kid doesn't get to have that shot at the scoring title in basketball again if he loses his senior year. I mean, these are things that simply don't come back to our children. Even, you know, my youngest son who, who lost his Little League season this year. Um, these are these are times that you don't get back as kids, and we're really robbing them of their pursuit of their dreams and their passions. And we're robbing them of these things when the data clearly shows that they are the least at risk. Uh, but even if they are at risk, we know that families get a chance to make those decisions if they feel that, that they can do it and do it safely. No, it's a great point. And again, it's always the argument of you're anti-science if you want to send your kids to not only go to school but go out and play football or basketball or golf. Right, you don't care about lives. Exactly, and I think that's the biggest problem, uh, Representative. I think that the situation is that you either are on one side or the other side and there's no middle ground and there's no looking at individual situations and which area is more affected and which area is a, a hot spot, which area isn't. And I, I, that's, that's the biggest problem, I think, in the entire country right now is that there's no middle ground here. And if you look at the ACC from a college standpoint, you know they are using science. They're going with one of the top experts from Duke University who is saying that, no, these kids are actually safer in these structured environments playing sports. So the idea that this is anti-science, uh, I can line plenty of medical professionals up, so can the PIAA on their medical board, their medical advisory board that says, these kids actually, it's better for them and safer for them to be in these structured activities. So I would absolutely say that we're following the science and the data in allowing these kids the opportunity to play. And if a parent doesn't feel safe sending their child out to play soccer, uh, then they certainly can pull that plug or any other sport. Uh, and I'm fine with that. That's their right as the parent and as the family. But I, I think they also have the right to play. Do you think, as I do, that if there wasn't a presidential election this this year in November, this thing would be treated much differently? Uh, boy, I hope not. I mean, I, I would like to think that we're we're truly trying to do things that are best. But I, I think one thing I will say is anytime you're in election year, as we are this year, everything is hyper-politicized. So maybe we would have a little bit more of that middle ground and people not reacting uh, so I'll, I'll say out of control whenever somebody suggests, no, I think we could do this differently. Oh, well, you just want people to die or you don't care about people's lives. Well, of course, that's not true. I know I to pursue their dreams and it is tougher to have rational conversations in an election year. And that's just a fact. Now, what do you hear from the from the you know, because you said you want the families to make the decisions, the kids to make the decisions. And we're hearing this a lot now all over the country from from coaches, from players, uh, you know, uh, and uh, uh, college players who are going to be number one draft picks. Tyler Lawrence saying, you know what, I feel be- I feel safer going back to school and going to class and playing football than I do hanging at home. But what are, the, what are you hearing from the parents there? Is there any kind of general consensus uh, about the parents' feelings and the students' feelings who are involved in playing sports this fall? The great majority want the opportunity to play and want to watch their, their children play now. Are there families that are concerned? Sure. Are there kids who have been removed from those sports teams because families are concerned? Sure. And I completely respect that decision. But the overwhelming majority have looked at the facts in front of them. And look, there's been no shortage of fear that's been out there, uh, especially through the media and and other outlets that have been really promoting this as something that has been maybe in some cases you know, rampant and in some cases not as much, but there's no shortage of fear that's out there. And yet the great majority of people 
want their kids to play, and the great majority of athletes want to be able to have that opportunity. Last thing, as a gov, have you heard had any pushback from the governor and, and his people in Harrisburg? Well, he responded today at a press conference and said, look, it's still just a recommendation. This is simply what I'm recommending. I don't believe it's, it's right to get these people together uh, to play these sports, especially ones like football, that, that you're going to be close in close contact. But again, I, look, I've had the opportunity to see the kids that I coach. Uh, they've done everything right. They, they want to play. Uh, they're willing to, to operate under these new safety protocols so that they have that opportunity. And that's why I think they deserve it. How's well, it feel to be trending on social media <laughs> and hearing people saying that you should be running the NCAA? <laughs> well, listen, I I, uh, I was I think it was retweeted last night by Senator Marco Rubio and also Larry the Cable Guy. And in Bedford <laughs> County, uh, Larry the Cable Guy definitely gets top billing. I think. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I like Senator Rubio a lot, but. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy is pretty popular. Exactly right. <laughs> get her done. Come on, yeah, get her done is right. Have him come up there and, uh, you know, and, and plant the, the sword or whatever they do up there. Whatever, I don't know what the football team's names are up there because I'm not up in that part of the state. I'm a southeastern Pennsylvania guy, but I love Harrisburg. We went up, Robin and I went up to the Cabela store up there. <laughs> Right off the freeway. The most amazing uh, store ever. Isn't that the biggest one in, uh, in in the country? You know where I'm talking about? Right off of 7. I, is it I, I do. I do. It's a great store. <laughs> you can get lost in that place. I know. Representative Jesse Topper, appreciate the time, man. It was a great video. And, again, it's not about politics. And it wasn't you weren't playing politics there. You were talking about everyday life-making decisions that parents have to deal with, whether it's their kids not only going back to school but having the right to – play sports and go out there and, and, as you said, do things that they won't ever get a chance to do again at this stage of their lives. Appreciate you coming on today. Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Anytime, guys. Thank you. Jesse Topper out there in uh, Bedford. Bedford, Pennsylvania. Yep. Not Bedford Falls, Massachusetts. No, no. You know where that was famous for, right, Robin? Bedford Falls? No. What's Bedford Falls? A movie? Yes. Isn't that oh. the movie? Oh, oh that's I the, almost. The, 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 a wonderful Chris, life. Yes. Wonderful yes. life. How yes. about that, Paul? Yeah. Every time Governor Wolf shuts down a sport, an angel that's gets its wings, wings yes. <laughs> or Satan gets his horns. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Wow. wow. Bedford Just when you said it twice, all of mm-hmm. a sudden I had like a little bell yeah. go off in my head. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and is it Phoenixville? They uh, did the blob at? Is that yes, what it was? That's yeah, right. Yeah, the yeah, Colonial yeah. Theater. In Correct. What's the blob have to do with Bedford Falls? Harry, I'm actually, saying, you know, Philadelphia or uh, Pennsylvania movies. Yeah. Harry actually took us there. No, but that wasn't the Bedford. Yeah, we Bedford went there to Falls, see uh, the Love Master. Shoemaker, yeah. yeah, Craig Shoemaker, the Love It was Bedford Master. Falls, New York, and uh, and it's a wonderful life. Right. But the town was Bedford Falls, not Pennsylvania, which is Bedford, mm. which is a county. Mm. You following me right now? I totally am. You know, sort of like there's a... A Springfield in every mm-hmm. city and every country and every county. There's yeah. one north and south of Philadelphia. Yeah, there's a Springfield, uh, Delaware County, and a Springfield, Montgomery County. Yeah, I grew up by Montgomery County having no idea that the Springfield one existed. The one in uh, Delco existed. Exactly. That's Jesse Topper, not to be confused with Jake Tapper. No. Yeah, he does not have his own Twitter handle, which is probably a smart thing. He's, yeah. He's, he's an intelligent man. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. No, I like that guy. You know why? Because he's speaking from the heart. He's not criticizing, ripping people. He didn't rip the governor. Right. Let me rip the governor. That's my job. Exactly. Let me rip the mayor of Philadelphia. That's my job. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, good to hear from him. But uh, we have some updates today, too, Robin. Yes, we do. 
I don't remember you, you, what they are. You have a sex update today? Because yesterday's sex update, <laughs> Robin, yeah, left a lot to be desired. It didn't deliver. It, it, it left me limp, <laughs> so was, to speak. It was really lame. <laughs> it was like a waste of a blue pill. It exactly. Totally I got to do this to you, Robin, after yesterday. Shame. Shame. <laughs> um, Shame. Exactly. We do have a a we, we can go to Germany really quick if we want to. Well, you yeah. know the Germans always make good stuff. Yeah. I don't know about that. They get crazy over there. <laughs> I don't know in this particular case. The Germans. The Germans. Now, um, in Germany, as everywhere else, certain uh, organizations have suffered over the coronavirus shutdown, including circuses. So. The animals that are normally and the the money that's normally coming in for a German circus, they have been closed for months. Um, and they have decided a very innovative way to make extra money, Tony Bruno. What are they doing? And I am pretty sure that you cannot, for the life of you, imagine what it might be. Uh, getting East German chicks to uh, carry foodstuffs around the entire country? Uh, no. Decona Circus says that it is selling jars filled with lion poop. Oh, God. Lion poop? Lion poop, which they say can spread. They can spread it in a home garden to keep pets and wild animals from damaging Wait, plants. Wait, why, well, why well, not tiger poop? Well, <laughs> well will, it, will it keep spotted lanternflies away? Because oh. if so, maybe I'll invest in some. I don't know. We should check that By out. By the way, when I went to your golf course yeah. on Saturday, there was a spotted lanternfly on my car. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen They're any everywhere. down Did here you in the city. It? No, I, I, I was going to kill it with. I didn't have my just, assault just, rifle. Just flick it with your fingernail. It'll kill it. No, I didn't want to touch so, it. Harry, maybe we should try it out and see if it works. The circus said customers can visit the pop-up store, although I think they should rename it the poop-up store. Mm. Um, and the jars of lion feces can also be purchased for shipment online. Oh, good. They Thank erected goodness. a large sculpture called Mr. Pooh outside the circus to celebrate the new Mr. venture. Mr. Pooh, wasn't he oh the Christmas Pooh? That was Mr. Hanky, the Christmas Pooh, right? <laughs> On yeah, South, South Park. Park, yep. The great Mr. Hanky. Oh. I would th- I would think that lion and, and tiger <laughs> great Mr. poo would oh do my. the same thing. <laughs> the great Mr. Yeah, the great Mr. Hanky. Yeah. <laughs> so the summary of that story is poop keeps things away. Right. Poop there it is. Poop there it is. Chocolaka, chocolate. That's the fact. I would think though that it would only affect things that could smell. And I don't know if Now people are now saying that's over two, Robin. Yeah, I didn't say it was a sex update. Yesterday she did a sex yeah. update. Why does it always have to be about sex? <laughs> I only do the sex stories when they find me. I don't search for them. We already tried to explain this. Ridiculous. Man. There's a good Seahawks sex story we're going to get to later. Yeah, oh, there that, is. that's yeah, the okay. best sex story yeah. of the day, Robin. Wow. How did you miss that one? Ryan Rothstein will have the great sex. Uh, the, not the, yeah, it's a sex story. NFL. Side piece action, yo. You just thought they only did that in the NBA and the mm-hmm. baseball bubbles, Harry. No, sir. They don't do that there. 